All right, welcome everybody to a special episode number 18 of the Hustle Sanctuary. Today's guest, Leroy Dixon. He's a U.S. Olympic gold medalist in the 100-meter relay. He was signed to a contract by Nike in 2010 when he was ranked 5th in the U.S. and 10th in the world for the 100-meter relay. And he was also an All-American on the track team at University of South Carolina. He served as the face and spokesperson for the Blink Campaign, which is a national awareness campaign for HIV and AIDS. And he's also served as a go-to mentor for many up-and-coming track stars. Leroy, take us back to kind of where things started for you um, back in Indiana. So when did you first um, know that you wanted to, you know, that you had this gift for uh, running? Well, I think I started running when I was eight, but I didn't really take it seriously. It was just more for, you know, just to have fun, just to hang out with friends. And plus, my dad wanted me to do it, so I just did it for that purpose, but... I think I didn't start taking it serious till I was in like eleventh grade, maybe. Okay, what but, was what was the turning point there? Like, uh, did you have coaches and people telling you, "Hey, man, you should you should get serious about this," or or what? I think I think, well, re- rewind that back. I think from eight to th- like thirteen is when I really when I was thirteen is when I really started to like be known, noticed like nation nationwide, like noticed, and then. I still didn't take it serious just because I was I just wanted to play basketball and football more than I wanted to run track because it was effortless for me. So I, I like I like to have something that was physically a little challenging for me instead of everything that was so easy because track just came easy because I guess people didn't really run in Indiana like that. So I didn't really have competition. So basketball wasn't really natural for me or football. Football was pretty natural, but I still had to rely on a team which made it a little more challenging. So track was more, I think it was, it, I would have to say it was in, it's individual, so it was a little more on me. And that was, when something's on me, it's easy. But when it's like in the hands of everyone else, everyone else doesn't have the same talent level. So you got to have a little more patience and a little more understanding when it comes to some people are not as good on one end than they are on the other end. So it's like, no matter what, your strengths or your weaknesses, everyone looks bad or look good. So it's like I had to get used to that. And I think that was the most challenging for me. And that's why I liked it so much, just because everyone can make everyone better. In the individual sport, everyone can't make everyone better. It's more you're just trying to do what you got to do to get over. So I think around like 11th grade, it had to be 11th grade, my high school coach said you got to choose a sport. And after he said that, it was my high school coach track coach, and he said, um, you got to just choose a sport, Leroy, and I said, uh, and he was just giving me, he's like, you got hurt in football, and you don't got hurt in basketball, but you haven't got hurt in track, and I said, yeah, you're right, and he said, and think about it, when you're done running, your body's not going to be tore up to pieces, like, as in football or in basketball, guys, knees, tearing knees, and football, they're tearing up knees, and he said, track, the most you'll get is a muscle injury, not like a bone or tendon injury, and I'm like, he got a point, so... Track, I, I just I just chose track. It was the easiest. So thing. there's our first transition for the podcast. Like yeah. you transitioned from basketball and football, football to running. Track was a shortcut for me. Mm. I took I started taking shortcuts when I was young. So it was a shortcut because I didn't have to learn any lessons in it because it was so easy. It just came easy. Because when stuff comes so easy, it's like you don't really have to learn any real life lessons on how to overcome anything. Hmm. So it was so easy and it was like so... My first shortcut that I took was when I made that choice to say I'm going to run track. That was my first shortcut that I took. (laughs) 
<laughs> so everything, like always, oh, everything ain't always what it That's seems. That's like but... a foreshadowing for more shortcuts to come in your life, though. You're saying, yeah. All right. It brought a lot of, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we'll get to those later. Yeah. But... <laughs> yeah. My whole life, for whatever reason, I always looked to find a shortcut. So if someone made it make sense to me that this is easier and this will be easier and you can have success here, I'll take that. I'll take the easy way. I'm not going to take the hard way because it's like, what's the point? It's funny you say that, though, because the training to be a world-class sprinter is probably super intense to most people. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think that's just the illusion because people don't really understand what it is it takes to be that. And I think some people do have to train hard to get to that level, but I never had to. I wasn't ever in the sport to break records and get medals and go to Olympics. That's not what I was in the sport for. I was in the sport because it provided me an identity. It provided me a life that was easy enough to where I can get to college. Mm. And I can do, and plus it, it got me, it got me things that I always wanted. So it was like, I never had to work hard for something to get something tangible. That's all relative though, man. Cause I feel like me running 20 miles, that doesn't seem easy to me. The average person is not, not going to want to run. Either. It's not. Okay. Okay. 20 miles to run. If you told me to go run 20 miles, I'm like, yeah, right. I couldn't do that. I would walk in between because it's like, that's not easy to me. You get what I'm saying? Right. So, so you were doing, but you were doing short sprints, right? Yeah. It was right. easy okay. for me to run fast and win. That was easy for me. Right. So I took what was easy. That may not be easy for some somebody else, but for me, that was my easy route. I got you. The hard route is to... Try to get your skills better and your footwork better in football and your skills better in basketball. That's harder because you got to really put time into that. Yeah. And you really got to love that. It's yeah. like, I loved it, but I didn't want to put that. It's more like I didn't even think about putting time into it because someone gave me uh, an idea to say, you can get this if you do this. And I'm like, wait, you mean I can get all of this? It's kind of like the David and Goliath story where it's like, where where they, they told David, if you beat the giant, then you'll get all these things. He's like, that's all I got. I mean, that's what I have to do. Then I'm going to do it. And then that's kind of like how they gave it to me. It's like, well, if you, if you run track, guess what? You can go to Olympics. You can go to college. You can get women. You can do this. Mm-hmm. It's like when, you, uh, 14, when you're 16 years old, you're thinking like, okay, I'll do that then. You're telling me I can get all these things if I just go run track when something is easy? It's like, I'll do that. I'm not thinking about later on in life. That's, that that's going to catch up. Totally with you now. All you right. know what I'm saying? Yeah, now, now we're good. So then, all right, so then you get a scholarship to South Carolina. I got a scholarship to like 60 colleges, a full scholarship to 60 colleges. I got a football scholarship too, like to like only ten colleges. Wow. Well, let's let's go back to the, the the running scholarship. So so you know, was there like a down to down to the wire decision? No. Um, or was it South Carolina all the way out of out of all sixty schools? Were you Again, just like I made an easy decision? What like, what drew you to South Carolina? At the time, they had they won NCAA's and they had a lot of Olympians that was going. But. Isn't your relationship or what you think of the coach of the team important? Wouldn't you want to like feel that relationship out before you committed? Well, I met him, and it was like at that time I just felt like it didn't matter what school I went to. It was I was going I was I was going to get what I was supposed to get anyway. That's how I felt. Whether that's cocky or not, I don't know. But I just oh. felt that's just that's just what it was. Like regardless if I go here, I always go off my gut instinct though too. So. Mm. When it came to that, I went off my gut instinct, and my gut instinct said South Carolina. So I said, I took a visit there, and I just saw, the main thing is, I just saw, to be honest, I just saw how many girls were there. That's <laughs> keeping it 100. <laughs> yeah. And then I saw that 
they were winning. So I'm like, I, I'll just go here. Forget the dynamics with the coach. And I'm like, who cares? I'm fast already. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right now, it seems pretty, everything's easy breezy. Everything's moving forward. So where was your first challenge being on that new team? I think when I got hurt, I had a hamstring injury like my first year. Okay. And I never got hurt before, so I didn't even know what that meant. So when I, I had like a hamstring strain, it was a strain. So And I was out like two weeks. So I never been out before. I never had to sit out. And so I had a hamstring strain, and I tried to go run on it the next day. I thought I just had a sore muscle, like I got a cramp, because that's what it felt like. And then, you know, I... Did you make it worse? It's like I couldn't even walk. I'm mm. like, what the... So in that moment, I'm thinking, I can't run track anymore? I can't walk. Like, I couldn't even walk without my leg hurt. I'm like, what does this mean? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that was a shock for me, where I'm yeah. like, uh-oh, that's... I feel like it was a turning point to let me know, like, my track is not as easy as you think it is. And so... It took me like three weeks to get better. It took me like three weeks. And three weeks in track and field is a long time. You didn't do any running at all for three oh, weeks? Okay. I didn't do any running. I was okay. just going to the training room. And at the time, I never even went to a training room before. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> I think the challenging things was to understand that track and field was, I think everyone started putting in my head, like the coaches saying, you got to drink protein shakes. You got to take supplements. You got to lift weights. Because I never did any of that in high school. And so they said, and plus they didn't tell or me. Or the didn't. early part of college either, you didn't do that. Nah, I'm thinking like, wait. Wow. I ran 10-2 without weights wow. in high school. What do I need to get weights for? <laughs> and what do I need to drink a protein shake for? It's like, what are y'all talking about? It's like, and then I strain my hamstring and I'm like, wait a minute. Something ain't right. Like, Man. what do I do? And then I'm like, well, now that's when they was able to sell me on the stuff. You got to drink protein shakes. You got to take supplements. You got to eat right. You have to... Don't they tell started, me like you were like on that McDonald's and KFC like eating yeah, horrible. Yeah. Really, the whole time. Wow. Of course, man. Wow. Because it's like, I just feel like athletes don't athletes like know they gotta like. I thought that was automatic with athletes. Like you know, I'll drink green juice and and protein and all. I thought that was automatic. Maybe some athletes who's responsible and who takes it serious. But I didn't take it serious because it came easy. That's what I'm saying. Things wow. that come easy you don't take serious. Wow. It's like a girl. If you get a girl easily, are you gonna take her really that serious? Nah. Or anything. If you get a job real easy, you're not going to understand the, the, the value of it. That's right. Because it's coming so easy. That's right. You know what I'm saying? You ain't have to build yourself up to get that. You get wow. what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like, no, I just kind of took it like like it was nothing. It's like, no, I'm going to eat candy. I'm going to drink Kool-Aid or whatever it is you drink. And I didn't do alcohol or drugs, so I think that's what helped me too. But that, I mean, that, that's a testament to your talents, man, because I feel like the average, the average athlete would not be as good, you know, putting like, you know, it's like you can't put 87 fuel in like a Ferrari. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You know what I mean? You that's were doing that. I'm saying some of this track, that's what I'm saying. This track stuff is wow. still a little spooky for me. Like, I don't that's really, crazy. It's almost like I don't even know what happened. Wow. It's almost like it never even happened, but it did happen, but it's like it never happened. Right, so from South Carolina, right? Yeah, I did two um, years. You did two years there? Yeah. Um, my second year, my first year was just okay. I think I got like ninth in the country. That's just okay. <laughs> ninth in the I country mean, I, is pretty good, man. I mean, it was okay. Yeah. And, but I was getting beat. That was my first time getting beat, too. Mm. Like, mm. I got beat bad a mm. couple times. Did that fuel you? Every week, did that I, fuel nah, you to want to tore work? me down because I never lost before. Remember, it came easy. So yeah. now, stuff that comes easy... When you start getting a challenge, you're like, wait, what do I do? You can go train right now, but that doesn't mean you're going to get faster. If your mind's really not there, it's not, you're not bringing the two together. You know what I mean? Because track is a body, mind, spirit. Just ask Phil Jackson. Yeah. So, all... 
So it's like I was only bringing body and spirit. I wasn't mm. bringing my mind with it. So it's like if one is missing, it almost still doesn't feel like work. Emotionally, I'm not drained because I'm not even I'm not even touching on that system. So it's like I was bringing the spirit and the body with it. But I wasn't bringing my mind because it's like if I brought my mind, then it's like a possibility I can fail. Mm. Now I got to look at the truth of that. Wow. I can't look at the truth of it if I don't think about it. You know what I mean? So if I'm losing, it's almost like it do, it's not propelling me to do anything. It's just like, okay, I lost. So yeah, by not really trying, you never had to feel defeat. Yeah, I didn't feel it. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. This is a crazy story so far. Yeah. <laughs> I like this because you you, you've accomplished a lot. And to have that mindset... Yeah, you know, it's yeah, it's like I don't have to crazy. feel any defeat. I don't have to feel lost. I don't have to feel like I disappointed anyone. It's like I'm floating through and not feeling anything. Wow. I didn't even have time to think about what I wanted. It was more you either go play sports or to the military. And I'm like, well, I'm not going to the military. I'll play sports. Mm. You know what I mean? So it's that's two, an easy two decision. Yeah, it's two <laughs> yeah. options. So it's like yeah, if you want easy military. Is that's the wrong place to be. And at that time, my mind thinking like, I'm not going to war. <laughs> he went to the military, so it was like, oh, man, wow, that was his options. Military or sports? He chose military. Wow. I chose sports. Like, I do sports. Where's the next turn in the story here in the timeline? Like, so- my sophomore year, after my sophomore year, I went pro. I had got a call from an agent. I was in class. And uh, he called me and was like, uh, uh, Nike want to give you a contract. And I'm like, I was in class. And I answered my phone. And he said, Nike want to give you a contract. And I'm like. Did you know this person? No, I didn't know. He they just agent. heard of you? In Newport or- Beach, HSI, okay. named okay. Manuel Hudson. I knew of him because he had Maurice Green at the time, the world's fastest man. He had athletes that were already fast. Mm. And then he called me, and uh, I was in class, and then I was in a lecture, and then I said, let me step out. And he said, Nike, you want to get your contract? And I said, huh? I said, what does that mean? He says, they're going to give you money to run track. And I said, oh, okay, what should I do? And he said, well, you got to decide whether you want to leave school. I said, oh, I can't be in school and make money? He's like, no, 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 no. You got to choose one. You either got to go to school or you have to turn pro. And I said, I'm going to call you back. And I just called him later. And I talked to my cousin. And I said, asked him, what should I do? He said, you can always go back to school, but you, you only get one shot at this. Mm. And I said, uh, I called him back and I said, I'm going to take it. And then he sent me this. I flew home. Like, I withdrew from my classes. And then I don't even think I withdrew, actually. I think I took Fs. <sighs> it's crazy. I took Fs. I, t- I just left. And then I didn't even withdraw. Hmm. And then... I went to, I always said I withdrew, but I didn't really withdraw. I just left class. I remember I took F's. And so now I remember that. And I went home, and then he, he faxed me over. He faxed to my cousin's house my short-form contract from Nike. And I signed it, and I sent it back. They gave me uh, like a signing bonus to move out here, and I just moved to L.A. So what does that look like, being a professional runner for Nike, right? What does that look like? They so, just give you a base contract, and they just pay you either every month or every three months, however you want to get paid. Well, but what are you doing for them? I'm saying, what are you running with their gear on? That's it. Yeah. All right. So, so you're doing like meets out here in LA now? No, or? you're doing meets. Like you run track. Our season is really based in Europe, so we travel around Europe. That's yeah. what we make. That's that's track right, so, is huge in Europe, like football, like wow. soccer. I mean, soccer is huge in football. I mean, you're saying track is as big as soccer? Oh yeah. In Europe? Oh yeah. Wow. I didn't know that. Yeah, it's just in the states. It's not really, but we'll run some meets here, like in New York, L.A., and Boston. Like we'll have a few here, but it's not really no money. It's like maybe you get like eight grand for the win. Wow. 
You know what I mean? But in Europe, it's like big money. Fifty grand for the win. Wow. You know what I mean? You run like thirty races a year, so last place Jeez. makes like two grand. So if you run like thirty races and two grand, you can. You're still making okay. You're still making a living. Yeah. You you're coming I mean? dead last every time. Yeah, last. It's you not too late for me, man. You probably shouldn't even be out there. <laughs> like, you probably shouldn't be out there, though. They won't even let you stay out there if you get last place in your Okay. You know what I mean? And so, you got a base contract. That's what you make base. So, you're getting that for sure. And then you go run races through the year in Europe, all over Europe. What in other, Asia. What other perks come with? I mean, you get the free travel, right? Yeah, free travel, free hotels. You can travel around the world for free. Good meals. Yeah, you got you got a cook, a chef. Every race you run at. It's crazy, man. Yeah, you got somebody making you food. Wow. Yeah. So everything <laughs> is laid out for you. That's a good life. It's okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> right. Um, what was all right, what was your least favorite part about that that experience when it was I don't even have a least favorite part about it. Actually. It was just it was it was fun, it was good. You were enjoying it was, yourself. It was just it is it was what it was. It was I just looked at it at the time. I just looked at it like this is what I do and this is what I'm doing and it's cool and that's it. Okay. I didn't go far with the thoughts on it. But again, this was this is I, I didn't I'm noticing. On it. I'm noticing like a theme here because when you were younger, like 13, 14, you didn't. You just kind of said you took the easiest thing. Like you never yeah. thought big picture, right? You're no. just like next easiest no thing. Plan, next nothing. Easy, right. Like, just, I'm going to practice every day. I'm going to run fast. It's what it is. Wow. In a way, I see. What I, I'm going to do? Wake up tomorrow and not be fast? Like no. what? It's going to happen. Like no, man, that's crazy. Because like, I feel what, like you're going to wake up tomorrow and forget your name. Like it's almost like you practicing your name every day. It's like having a plan. Like how am I going to remember my name every day? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's like I'm fast already. It's like I'm not wake thinking about how I'm going to get faster. It's like I'm already fast. Right. Right. You know, it's, it's mindless. Yeah. It's, it's mindless. like what do you want me to yeah. do? Okay, I'm going to go yeah. to practice every day. I don't got to think about going to practice every day. But most yeah. people say, well, have a plan on how you plan on making the Olympics. It's like, for what? I'm going to make it. Mm-hmm. That's just what it is. I'm going to make it. I don't need a plan. You don't think about a plan B, of course. How? Yeah. Yeah. What plan B? <laughs> Who's telling me about a plan B when I'm winning? Mm. Mm. Who's telling you about a plan B if you're making millions of dollars? You need to think of a plan B in case you lose all your money one day. It's like, what are you saying? No. I'm making M's. My agent tried to tell me pay your taxes. It's like, what are you talking about? <laughs> pay taxes? It's like, get out of here. <laughs> Get out of here. Beat it. Uh, what, is, what, is, what is he going to you know save what? your money? It's like, for what? You know, I get money easily. That's the thing. When it's coming so easy, there's just, you don't, you can't stop and process that because it's coming too easy. I mean, come on. That's why. Yeah. It's even in relationships. You're going to take the easy way. If your girl's talking trash, it's like, I'm not going to put up with this trash. She's talking. I'm about to go have get some other girls and have her at the same time. Mm. But I'm going to go talk to some different chicks. Mm. So I ain't even got to deal with that problem. I ain't even got to look at that problem. You know what I'm saying? I'll just bury that under that. You know. When we were talking before the podcast started, we were talking about you know it was it was in your mind to have a family though, yeah, right? Of course. But you were still. I'm thinking it's gonna you come easy. You weren't thinking big picture like that. I'm thinking it's just gonna come easy like everything else because everything my whole life came easy. So it's like mm-hmm. I'm thinking, well, a relationship will come easy. I know I want that, but it'll come easy. You're not gonna have to work work at it or work for it. I didn't even think that far. Yeah. I'm thinking I just. Because everything I said I wanted, I got it. It's like, well, everything I needed, I got it. Not everything I wanted, but everything I needed, I just got it. So it's like, I want to have a wife and kids. It's like, what's so hard about that? Mm. Mm. You know what I mean? My dad made it look easy. Wow. You go to work, you have his wife. My mom was easy breezy. She didn't have no strong, she wasn't strongly opinionated. She was just laid back. I'm like, oh, this is easy. 
I didn't know that this is a real job. Mm. This is real. Mm. Trying to have a wife and kids is like, wait a minute, hold on, whoa. That's harder than running track. It's true. So now when I'm getting hit with challenges, I'm like, wait, huh? That's what I'm saying. You're it's like I'm folding. It. It's like, yeah, wait, I'm yeah, folding. Yeah. So it mess- now it's messing with your confidence. It's messing with everything. It's like, wait a minute. Am I really who I think I am? Or who am I? That's a heavy thought, right? That's what I'm saying. <laughs> it's like, wait, you mean to tell me I can't even know, I don't know how to make a woman happy? It's like, wait, I'm confused. Like, real life situations are challenging. Right. But sports things are just hard. Yeah. It's just hard. It's like... Like, if, if, you're, gonna, if you're in a... You uh, can adapt to hard. You can't adapt to something being challenging. It's like, dang. How it's do... like the difference of, like, sports or, like, a serious relationship that's, like, on the rocks. Like, that's challenging. Man, a serious relationship right. on the rocks yeah. is challenging because you can't really... You can't, you can't do anything to change that. Well, you can. You have to let time go. To be, it's almost like a challenging relationship. It's, it's only challenging because maybe, obviously, you're lacking something in it. Mm-hmm. It's lacking. So when you're in it in that moment, you don't know what to do to change it. You're going to have to have, let some time go by before you figure out what that is. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. In sports, if something is hard, you can change that in that second from it being hard to easy. You can change that. Definitely. Unless there's less variables in sports. You can change that in that moment. Yeah. Like, if a workout is hard to me, I can change the workout. Yep. And I will change it if it's too hard. Yep. You get what I'm saying? Yep. Yep. So it's like... And then, and then if, like, if, if people listening got a job that they hate, they got a boss that they hate, but they got to provide for their family, that's challenging. It's challenging. How do you change that? Yeah. So challenging and hard is just two different things. People mm. is connecting the two, but they're, they're two different things. That's good. Something being that's hard good. is like, no, nah, it's hard, man. That's, that's hard, but it's like trying to go out here and run a 400 all out. That's going to be hard, but you can mm. do it. Mm. And you can change on, you can change it too. You can go out there and run at half speed. Mm. But if you go to work and do a half job, you can get fired. Mm. Mm. But I won't go out here and, and, and run fast. I won't go out here and run and get fired. It's like, or won't win a race. I'm going to win a race regardless. I'm going to win this race regardless. So, all right, so let's bring this back full circle. So what we're saying right now. So you got the Nike contract. That's brand new for you, right? Yeah. And uh, and then do you get injured at all during this during this? Yeah, I got contract? injured a couple times through the year, but I was running so good, man. It didn't even matter if I was getting injured. Like, I signed a contract eight months later, I got a gold medal. That's crazy. Yeah. So what did that feel like? I'm sure people want to know. What does that feel like to have a gold medal for the U.S. Olympics? For, to get a gold medal for the U.S., was yeah. it, just, it, it felt like, I feel like it never even happened. <laughs> That's not the answer people were hoping for, man. <laughs> <laughs> like, I feel like but some me, big moment, you know, nah. champagne popping. Like, that happened, you know I mean? but like, the... the, the what people talk about happened, but in that moment when I was in it and I did it, it was almost like I wasn't even in my body to even tell you what it felt like. Does that make sense? It was almost like, it could sound weird, it was almost like I'm running and next thing you know, in the middle of the run, I just feel like I'm not doing this anymore. I'm just going along for the ride. Hmm. My body's moving, but I'm not really realizing that I'm moving. Yeah, they I'm call- just moving, but I'm not thinking to run faster or anything. I'm just moving like. I'm on autopilot. I mean, in the zone like two, three, basically. Yeah, I, <laughs> you were just in the zone. <laughs> yeah, wearing a four, five. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like, so when I crossed the line, every movement that I made was not me making it. Mm. Me throwing my hands up, coming across the line, that wasn't me making that move. Hmm. That was really like some. That was the way I felt I wanted to do, and what I did was two different things. I- explain. It's like, I felt like I wanted to run across the line, jump in the crowd, and 
and talk trash. That's what I felt like I wanted to do. But what really happened is I just ran across the line. I threw my hands up and I turned around and got the flag and just shook everybody's hand and then just jogged around the track for the victory lap. That's very anticlimactic, man. Talk to us about like, the next couple of days. Did it set in what you would actually no. accomplish? That didn't even set in. Yeah. You know what? The next day, the next couple of days, it was like it never even I'm telling you, it was like I did some rehab. I took some pictures with people, a lot of pictures, signed autographs. On CNN, it was like had like a, a the, the the picture of the world, mm-hmm. the globe, and it had us standing on top, saying on top of the world. But but what I'm saying is, is that for some reason I didn't get excited or anything. I was just does like, this go Stop. back to the it's it, it was all so easy for you? Is yeah, that what it goes it, back it to? It has to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, I, that's what I would say mm. because it's just like this is easy. Now I know like um, there was a period in time where you raced against Usain Bolt, who just won. Gold, yeah. right? I was in that world record race a couple times. You beat him once. Yeah, that's amazing, man. More than once. More than once you beat him. Yeah, man. Nice. What was that? I mean, was he? You know, he was a little different than you said. He wasn't. Uh, he wasn't lightning bolt. He wasn't lightning bolt. No. Mm. Seven months later, he broke the world record on me and Tyson. I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> I'm telling you, I'm in Zurich, Switzerland, man, and I'm blowing. We're blowing this guy away. And in Greece, blowing this guy away. Like, he was finishing what? Like, there's, what, 10 people on the track? Second. Second. He was still in there. Oh, he was still right. Okay. Okay. It was normal, though. Right. But then it was, like, second, third. And then he was getting beat. Let me tell you something. He wasn't winning. (laughs) And then, like, eight months later, we was in New York, and one, and it was raining. We was in New York. A New York night, and it was raining. And it was pouring down raining. Mm-hmm. You guys run on the rain. They had to postpone it for mm, a few right, hours right, because right. it was raining so hard, but the track's still wet. And when the track wet, it makes it softer, so it makes it slower. Hmm. And this guy, man, we was in the we was warming up, and I'm looking like this guy has popped out of these blocks heavy. Like, what was that? You know what I mean? I'm thinking like maybe I'm just tripping. You know what I mean? But that sounded like something real to me. And, and a friend of mine was like, "I hope you are you ready." I'm like, that question is rhetorical. Of course I'm ready. And he's like, I hope you are, because Bolt is ready. I'm telling you. Usain Bolt is coming. And I'm like... You weren't believing this it. Guy, <laughs> I mean, really. Matter of fact, you know what I mean? Yeah. Easily. Easily. Really. Yeah. And then I'm thinking, two hours later, world record. I'm looking like... Wow. What? World record. Bang. What? I'm really confused. Like, I'm thinking like... And then like, get him in the Olympics. Yeah. Olympics come. He did it again. Mm. Worse this time. He slowed down on everybody. Beating on his chest. I'm like, huh? You doing it again? Okay. He did it again. So then Olympics, he's doing it. What, what, what year was that? That was 2008. Oh, wait. Yeah. Oh, wait. So you raced against him. Yeah. Oh, wait. In Olympics. Oh, wait. And, and earlier that year in New York, when he, he broke the world record twice that year. Wow. So then I'm thinking like, okay, 2008's over. 2009 comes. He did it again. He broke the world record again. I'm like, what? And then, <laughs> it's just, 2010, he still was blowing everybody out. You're saying he, but he kept breaking his own record, right? His own record back to back, though. Wow. He did it in the 200. He did it in the 100. They did it in the relay. I'm looking like. Well, so what's the, what's the. He's uh, not just winning. He's breaking the world record. That's crazy. What's the count? So what's the count to break the world record? Um, He's shattering the world record. No, but this is a this is a hundred meter. What is this? this hundred meters. Two hundred meters and a hundred meters. Okay, so 
The average runner. 100 just, meters, one just, football field. 200 meters, two football field. Okay, so to put this in perspective, right? What's like the average time? Say, I think the average mile is what, seven minutes or something like that for the average know. person? What's the average 100 meters? So to, to put this in perspective for people, I'm saying. So like, the average person ran maybe 13, four, 13 or 14 seconds. For 100? Yeah. Okay, now Usain, when you're saying, what was he doing in? Nine seconds. Wow. Yeah, we was running nine seconds. So just think about it. If you was putting him next to a car, it's like 30. Five miles an hour. He's a, no, you're about a football field in nine seconds? Yeah. That's crazy. Did you watch this year's? A little bit. I feel like he had, he was. He was normal. Well, he wasn't normal. He, st- he just won so much and he did so much in the sport. It's like, and now it's like he beating everybody mentally before he beat them physically. That's right. That's right. I see him. Yeah, it's yeah. gone. It's like, it's over. It's over. Yeah. Bad. Was there a point where it started not to be fun for you anymore? No, it's always been fun. It's it was just, always fun. It's just not what I wanted. Hmm. It's just the desire just left. Because I didn't have, I, when you grow, you just have, your desire is not the same anymore when you start to get older. Like you probably desire just making a, a better living. But as you get older, that's not going to be the same desire anymore. Right. Yeah, just well, other older, things start to become more important. Exactly. You know. Yeah. yeah. It just changed as I got older. When did your perspective begin to shift? About it not wanting to do it yeah. anymore? Yeah. It just happened one day. I just woke up one day and I just started feeling like this is it. You can't tie that to anything. It just happened. It just happened. Hmm. And it was just happening, and I, and I realized more and more that that's when I started realizing I want I want to have a wife and kids. I just want to have love hmm. and have kids that love me, and I want to have my wife that unconditionally loves me. I just hmm. want that. That's all I want. It's amazing. Yeah, that's it. And uh. And and, and it sounds crazy to everybody, and it may sound crazy now when I'm saying it. I think it sounds dope. Yeah, okay. I, I mean, I th- yeah, like, I think that's just keeping it real. Um, so, so, all right, so what's that look like? So do you, do you make a couple calls and you say, like, I'm out? What does yeah, that look I like? I called the people that was invested in me, and I just said, I'm out. Wow. Done. It's a wrap. They're like, what are you talking about? It, and you did this again before you had anything in place, really. I did this, no, <laughs> I did this in the middle of the season. Which is even harder. Yeah, and I gave yeah. all, yeah, and then I, and then I turned away from... So you left deals. You left deals and money on the table. Yeah, because the Olympic year was coming up. Yeah. Yeah, it was over. Wow. 2016 year was coming up. It's over. Ah. Out. That's incredible. Yeah, I had good deals in place too. Um, were people close to you telling you to rethink the decision? Yeah, of course. They tried to talk me out of it. Mm-hmm. They did a good job too, but it was like, listen, I, I, I would, I would like for you to be able to talk me out of this. You wanted them to talk you yeah, out. Yeah, I wanted them to. Nobody could do it. How? It's like it's just it was bigger than me. Mm. It's bigger than me. Wow. It's literally bigger than me, Sam. That's what I'm saying. It's bigger than me. Now we're getting into like the heavy part of this. I feel like right. Yeah, so I feel it in my shoulders too. <laughs> you what? I'm feeling this in my shoulders. You're feeling it, right? It's all connected, man. Psychological, spiritual, physical. It's yeah, all it's connected. Good because yeah. it's like it's 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 being able to let me release it. Yeah. Yeah, this is great. And I feel like, you know, look, I mean, this podcast is is there to help others that are going through this too, right? Yeah, of course. Because, like, we all go through it. We all going through challenges, man. Absolutely. Um, and we all, I feel like all of us work our asses off too, most of us. And yeah, for nothing. Mm-hmm. What are you working hard for? Your bigger picture plan that's in your mind, okay, right? But that mean, bigger yeah. picture plan could change any second. Everybody in life goes through a part where they got to have a plan, right? 
Yes. Because they got to meet, they got to reach somewhere. You got to have a plan to go to college. Yeah. Yeah, you couldn't yeah. just go to college. No, of but course. I, like, I didn't have to have a plan to go to college. I got to college and then they, my counselor did my classes for me. I got to say, man, yeah, be, but being, ha- not having a target to lock in on. Like, I didn't say, I'm going to go get straight A's. Is, I'm like, is, I'm just going to go to class and pass my class so I can run track. Yeah, it's but, not a plan. It's just what I'm going to do. Me, I got to have a target to lock in on. Right. That's I what I'm saying. I think that yeah. that's effective. Yeah. I think that's responsible. I think it's, I think it's great. Mm. I would love to be like that. You don't have your target yet. You don't have your next target yet. I don't even know what that means is what I'm saying. That's what I'm trying to tell you. Because all you've done is run. And it comes to me. Everything I get, it just happens. Okay, so now it's like, yeah, now it's like, what do I do? Where do I go? So now when I want to have a wife and kids, that's not just happening. It's like, no, I need to know something right now. Right. People need to know things right now. Right. And I'm like, yeah, you're right. It makes sense, but it's like, I'm mad that I don't know. Hmm. So how are you dealing with that, man? Take us through it. How am I dealing with what? You're not knowing. I mean, I is it know. is it tripping you up? Is it tripping you up? Yeah, I mean, of course. Yeah, yeah. Because now you gotta start asking yourself See, real questions. There's, there's the um. Now you gotta ask yourself. Not even, and then you would think a real question is, do I really want this? Because I really do want it. But then it's like, well, people are saying you're not taking actions to show that, and it's like my own mom even says that to me. You're not taking actions to show it. And I'm like. What action do I take? You just go out there and just get a job. It's like, okay, so if I get a job, what if I get a job that doesn't pay enough for me to have a family? Mm-hmm. Well, then you just need to go get the job. It's like, hmm. what are you saying? Hmm. That doesn't make sense to me. Okay, I'll go get a job. That's not going to be enough. To have a family? Right. So what's the point of having a job or not having a job? Right. Okay, so what, they're really, what I think she's really saying is you need to learn the lessons of what it means to have a job and work hard to... Go provide for a family. Mm. And you she never said that. Had. That's different. That's a different conversation. That's a good point. You get what I'm saying? That's a, good that's point. a different conversation. But if right. you just tell me to go get a job, it's like, right. what do I work? How much does it cost to have a family? Okay, in California, if you make at least ten grand a month, it's I mean, fifteen grand a month is okay. <sighs> so what I'm saying is, okay, what job can I do to get fifteen grand a month? You get what I'm saying? Oh, it's easy. All you got to do is just use that you went to the Olympics and you got a gold medal and you can get clients. Really? Okay. I tried that. Let me tell you something. That is not what happens. It's not that easy. It's not that easy. Yeah. Wow. It's not that easy. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. Okay, so it's like, okay, go get a job. Go work at Whole Foods and go go get two jobs. Okay, that still is not enough. Whole Foods in the movie theater is not enough. No. To have a family. That's not even enough probably to pay no bills. No. So, so what do you do? <sighs> That's a trip. See what That's I'm saying? That's a trip, yeah. It doesn't mean I don't want yeah. it. It just means what do I do? You figure it out. Figure what out? But wait, wait, what am wait, I needing? Wait. What do I figure out? See. You go work hard as you can to get more money. Okay. Work hard at what? Whatever it is that you want to do. I want to train people and make them better. Okay. How do I do that? You need to get a blog. You need to get a YouTube page. You need to get an Instagram page. It's like, okay, but that takes time to Are build that. Are you excited about any of that? Except, no. <laughs> You're not? Yes. No, that's what I'm saying. So that's a key part of this, man. You I'm, haven't all, found, you haven't found something that is, excites you yet. I have found something that excites me, but that takes time to build that. Okay. What, what, what did you find that excites you? Personal development to help people understand who they are as the person before they under, be, understand who they are as the person, not what they do. Hmm. You know what I mean? You're not what you do. You're who you, you're the person, not what you do. It's like, I'm not Leroy the Runner. I'm Leroy the person. But Leroy the Runner was this person that had no plan, all this stuff. 
that I'm telling you, but Leroy the person, now it's like, uh, who's Leroy the person? You're figuring that out. As I go, with no plan. Wow. All right, let's, I want to get into the lightning round of this, man. What's the biggest blessing in disguise in your life? The biggest blessing in disguise, I would have to say, losing my grandfather. Hmm. Talk to us about what did you what did you gain from losing your grandfather? I understood what unconditional love was. Once he was died. gone. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It's heavy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, what advice would you give to your eighteen year old self? Nothing real can be threatened. Nothing unreal exists. Yeah. That's good, man. What's the favorite quote of yours? Oh, too fast, smart, too late. Whew. That was a heavy one, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm That's sure it. these people are going to be real thankful, man. I feel like there were some big moments in there. Thank you for, um, thank you for bringing the realness. Man, thank you for letting me bring the realness. <laughs> <laughs> That's what this platform's all about, man. Oh, man. All right, everybody... Uh, Tune into the next episode and uh, we're signing off. Fucking-